0: Love Talk Radio Sometimes you better off dead with a gun in your hand, pointing at your head, you think you're mad, too unstable, kicking in
1: chairs and knocking down tables in a restaurant in a west end town. Call the police to the madman
0: around, running down, underground. Good evening. What's happening, y'all? Hope you all everyone had a great weekend and all that good stuff. But uh any rate, uh let's get this party started. Uh this is Scott Burks with the Clown Hour. You can find me on Facebook. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. I am on Facebook. Uh my sports bar, the Clown Times, is sponsored with K. It's on Facebook, you you can just find me by doing a search for it. I'm on there, having a bunch of fun and whatnot. But uh, but uh, um, my website is the Clown Times. Is so that's www.theclowntimes.net. Again, that's Clarence Okay. K. A little discombobulated, but it's Monday, so what can I say? Uh, we'll continue the Super Fan Series, NFL Super Fan Series. That is tonight. Uh, we'll be previewing the New York Football Giants, and uh, this is an old pal of mine. Uh, she's not older than me, but at any rate, um, you can find her on the Sports Infusion Sports blog. She's actually the creator of that. She's a big-time Giants fan. We had lots of fun talking football last year. And I think she's also a contributor to WEI 93.7. And uh, at any rate, without further ado, I hope I didn't mess this up for you, Pamela. But it's Pamela and Michelle, everyone. So, Pam, <coughs> welcome back. How you been?
1: Thank you. I've been doing well, thank you. How are you?
0: Um, uh, I'm getting through this Monday. It's like Monday's is it's like the bane of my like the of my existence. It's like every anything that goes wrong will go wrong. So uh, <laughs> I just come probably from the start. So it's been it a happens. good day, so it rained like hell in the other day. So that's probably what what like what it is. But we're well, glad to have you back. And I know you are later of many towns, So, are you involved in anything else that I forgot to mention?
1: I probably am,
0: and I just don't remember it either. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, I, mean, I
1: I spread like, myself too you thin, unfortunately, at many times, and it's like I just I have a problem saying no. But I'm trying to get better, a little bit better at that. <laughs>
0: Well, there you go. Well, that's that. Well, that's no. That, that's actually, you know, when you know that you're hot when, yeah. <laughs> you have from say you know, about <laughs> people pulling you in different directions. So I feel you on that. Totally, yeah. Trust me on that. Trust me on that. So I feel you. So let's get this party started, shall we? Um, unfortunately, you know, I'm a fan of the Giants too. You know, I grew up. I didn't grow up. But I'm originally from Brooklyn. You know, my family, uh-huh. family, New York City area. But it kind of hurt my feelings seeing the the Giants struggle last year, and yeah, yeah, so so not to further the pressure anymore, but uh, (laughs) the pressure any further. But what went wrong in your mind with the twenty fourteen New York Football Giants? I think there
1: were a few things that had gone wrong. Obviously, I just don't feel like that they had really gotten a lot of the answers that they needed for defense. Um, I didn't think it really right. helped Eli Manning a whole lot bringing Macduff in and having Eli Manning learn a new offense that he hadn't really had to learn in 11 years. I think that that was a transition for Eli. <laughs> Although, as a, I mean, people laugh and they're just like, "Oh, Eli, the turnover machine," and it's just funny because if you look at Eli Manning's numbers, he was actually one of the top five rated fantasy football quarterbacks. And I know that that doesn't mean a whole lot to uh, the Giants fans who didn't actually want to win games, but towards the end of the season he was true. starting to get it. He was starting
0: to get it a little bit. Yeah, so also there was the struggles of the offensive line that people like forget about that okay. that he had no running game to speak of. I mean, who was right. like 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 who were the running backs last year? I mean, well, there's
1: Jennings <laughs> Rashad Jennings was the running back. The problem is it's like he never can put a full season together where he can stay healthy. You had, uh, you had Dre Williams who I personally liked a lot. And I actually seen quite a few of his games with him being a BC Eagle and Dre Williams has such a good running game, but he is a terrible blocker. He does not block very well. And I mean, He doesn't catch very well out of the backfield, so his game is very one-dimensional. And In the the NFL, with a running back now, if you don't have a good offensive line that's plugging holes for you, your running game isn't going to go anywhere, A. And B, if you can't be a little bit more versatile and try to catch a little bit downhill, you're not going to get into the game. And I mean, it's pretty sad when they had to still rely on Peyton Hillis.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty messed up right there. I hadn't heard that name called in many years in terms of, like, being, him being productive. You know, the Giants wouldn't him, him. him.
1: He was eating ice cream on his couch. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> he pretty much was eating ice cream on his couch. And they're like, you want to come play with us? Sure, why not? I mean, that's almost oh how I felt God. it was. That's, that's
0: sad. That's pretty sad because he went from, it's something about the I guess I guess the guy like going from NFL like a like NFL Madden cover boy to yeah. like afterthought to do even pretty much. I mean, he had one great season.
1: He had one great season with the Browns, and everybody's like, "Wow, this dude, he, he he's the real deal. He's great. He's great." And then all of a sudden, right. it's just like he faded into obscurity, and it, all this. And then the Giants go pick him up. Basically, if they didn't touch him he would be retired right now. I mean, I don't know any other teams that were that desperate enough to go say, Mm. well, let's give Peyton Hillis a shot. And don't get me wrong. He's put in his time. And when he has been in there, he's actually, you know, he was fairly productive. I mean, when Brown ended up being out with a broken leg and everything, he carried quite a bit of the load too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, Wow, I mean, I'm I'm looking at your stats last year, your offensive stats. Peyton, I mean, I, I keep calling Peyton. I'm sorry, Eli Manning. Yeah, statistically, had a hell of a year. I mean, he mind, did. He had. A, I'm not he lying. Threw for 4, yeah, exactly, yeah. He threw over four thousand yards. Exactly. Threw over four thousand yards. Only had fourteen picks or thirty touchdown passes. That's only twenty. But all all, all
1: people Right. All people remember is that he kept on throwing all those INTs, and I understand that. Like, I, I get it. But he was also doing it basically without Victor Cruz. You know, Odell Beckham right. was. Odell Beckham didn't play a full season, and he didn't have right. a running game, and those are the numbers he put up. People laugh at me when I tell them that, you know what, if Eli Manning is hanging around still in my seventh or eighth round of fantasy football, and not just because I'm a Giants fan, but I would feel fully comfortable having him be my fantasy football quarterback. He's got the numbers to do it.
0: Right. Right, he does. I mean, he had a hell of a year. I mean, that's why. I mean, he didn't suck. I mean, it may seem like he sucked because they were losing games, but he didn't suck. Is that he didn't have anybody around him. Right,
1: exactly. Exactly. And now this year, you figure that he's going to have Victor Cruz back and he's going to have Odell Beckham for a full season, providing Beckham doesn't pull a hammy and get hurt. Can I mean – those two weapons right there are enough to make e- to make you drool to have Eli Manning want to be your quarterback. Even if you don't team up and say okay, well I'm going to get Victor Cruz and I'm going to tag him with Eli to try to get double the points. I know some people are very big fans of the quarterback wide receiver combo, but just yes, fact that he has <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. I mean, some it's like some people do that. I I do that and if, I I drop different in each of my leagues, I'm in nine fantasy football leagues this year. Oh, and I can, guarantee wow. I, I can guarantee, again, I can't say no. People will say, hey, do you want to be in this league? Yeah, sure. Okay, well, I, I actually just got... Wow. I got recruited to be in a fantasy football keeper league, and they were just like, you're going to be taking <laughs> over a team. And I'm just like, great. And the team I took uh-huh. over, I, I asked the guy, I was like, can I just have another team? if <laughs> can <laughs> anybody else. I want to switch to the team. Good, huh? My team is, oh, my God, it's so ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. Uh-huh. And it's just like, I have to keep two players. And basically, yeah. the best two players that I could probably keep at this moment right now are jimmy graham d martin oh, or greg hardy uh-huh. those
0: are the three players that are the best on my roster
1: which That's should tell good, you how man. my roster is <laughs> <laughs> oh god
0: you're my prayer sister you're my prayer <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god but let's just let's just think let's just think about pleasant thoughts right now right exactly bless year pleasant thoughts um
1: Right, I'm telling you, his stats were not bad. Everybody makes fun of me, and they're just like, how can you say that? I'm like, because the numbers don't lie. Like, I know what your eyes told you, and I know what you think you saw, but the numbers don't lie. It's like you have to separate that, because for every time you're seeing him throw an INT, and believe me, there is nobody more frustrated than me watching this, that offensive line was a nightmare, just a sheer nightmare. And if you're, I don't care what quarterback you could have put, Aaron Rodgers, you could have put Tom Brady, who I think are two of the best quarterbacks. You could put Drew Brees there. Any one of those three guys, and I can tell you right now, they're not going to stand up right either.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that's the thing. That that that's the thing. Um, I'll tell you what though. And speaking of pleasant thoughts, besides Odell Beckham Jr., who played like twelve out of the sixteen games last season. And had 99 minutes mm. and 1,305 yards and 12 touchdowns. You have to like Ruben Randall, too. You know, he had 71 receptions. Right, he you do, but Ruben Randall has himself.
1: actually had some injuries going on lately.
0: Oh. So Oops.
1: it's like he's had some injuries going on where he really has been struggling. So I, I don't know if they're going to bearingly use him in some of these preseason games or exactly how season ready he's going to be at the start of the season. But I personally do like Ruben Randall yeah. too. I mean, you throw him in there and Eli feels very comfortable throwing to him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He, he feels very mm-hmm. comfortable throwing to Ruben Randall. So it will just be good for me to see what he's going to, how healthy
0: he's going to be. Right. Right. I I hear you on that. Um, I, let me ask you this. Speaking of running game, how'd you like Andre Williams, the rookie from Boston College last season? He was your leading rusher. He had seven hundred twenty-one yards, but but but, but just, just give me your feelings of how this rookie did in your eyes.
1: Well, I mean, like I said, I I personally like Andre Williams. I mean, I. Well, I tweet at him all the time. He tweets me back, and, you know, we, we go back and forth on Twitter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, I, I love I, my number 44. And, yeah, <laughs> it's like, you know, every it's time so suck- he has I, – I always, like, encourage and everything. Like I said, he's a Boston College Eagle. I had seen him play, and I was – when he got drafted, I had – Got on record saying, you know, the New York Giants need help with their running game. I would not be mad at the fact if Andre Williams was around if the Giants took him. And lo and behold, they did. The problem, again, is you don't have, he does not block all that well. He has mm-hmm. made some improvements, but I don't know how much of a cog he's mm-hmm. going to end up being. I mean, I would love to see him have a larger role. I think that he's a very bruising back. Like, he can run, Mm -hmm. but, again, Coughlin's not about that. Like, you need to contribute more than just being one-dimensional.
0: Sure, of course. Of course you do. And that's what makes Coughlin a good coach. Speaking of Coughlin, interesting segue. Um, um, Do you think this is his – I mean, he has a lot of goodwill in the Bank of New York, and rightfully so. Brought y'all two Super Bowls. They both at the expense of one Tom Brady. Glory, glory, hallelujah, hallelujah, ha, ha, ha. ha. Um, (laughs) So do you think that this year, based upon how last year unfolded, would this be Tom Coughlin's last stand in 2015? Um,
1: You know, I think if they have another struggling season, I think it very well may be. Not necessarily where the Giants are putting him out, where he's just going to announce retirement maybe. I think that that possibly would be the way. He's very beloved in New York for as far as the giant fan base. I mean, it's it's the papers that, Uh you know, if they lose the first two games, he's already fired. You know what I mean? It's like, Mm -hmm. it's the papers, obviously, and that's the media's job to sensationalize things. That's what they do. That of it is. <laughs> you know, it, it, It's how they get people to draw in and read headlines. You know, Coughlin's going to be fired. And I right. think that right. if there's another struggling season that we'll see him maybe bow out gracefully, I think that if he does that, there might be something to do with the operations aspect of the Giants where he might be okay. you know, asked to control the Giants operations. I I just, I see him part of that organization. He brought them to Super Bowls. And actually, when you said the whole Tom Brady thing, the best meme, hands down, and I really wish I had copied this, and I'm going to see if I can find it just to tweet it out. And it actually is a shot at the Patriots. One for one, I don't know if you've ever seen me tweet out the picture of Tom Brady crying, and at the top of it, it says the Giants ruined everything. That's hands down. Yes, I have. That's hilarious. Yeah, that is that is hands down my favorite. But my second favorite, which I'm going to tweet out at the beginning of the season, I, I just might randomly tweet it out because it's amusing to me, although my com, although my colleagues at EEI might not think so, <laughs> because I am on WEEI on a show called Planet Mikey, and obviously, with being local, it's local sports. So it's a lot of Patriot stuff, and I get, you know, I get outed out all the time. One of my my co-host one of the co-hosts had actually said oh well don't don't, don't say that you know Pam was a giant fan because Mickey's always going off about how you know David Tyree had stick him on his helmet and all this just a lot of That's stuff nice. that Patriot fans say yeah a lot of stuff Patriot fans say so I I get my jabs in at them but the best second best meme I had seen is Eli Manning standing there and he's got his hands on his hips and at the top of the picture it says heroes and it says hero and then at the bottom of the picture it says because without them cheaters would have six super bowls nice nice so, <laughs> you know
0: what that is <laughs> my second favorite you know what though that is so true if you think about it the and right. the Patriots killer so Another reason right. I like the Giants. I mean, I, I'm a Steelers fan, but I pull for the Giants. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, right, oh, exactly. exactly. It's like, without
1: the Giants, the Patriots would have six Super Bowls. So. Exactly. So that's, that's my second favorite, is the heroes, because without them, Hooters would have, two,
0: would have six Super Bowls. So. Okay, there you go. With <laughs> a nice picture of uh, Eli Manning. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know what you should do? You should troll the hell out of, like, the Patriots, message boards and uh (laughs) or or pictures twitter and just just randomly send that stuff out just well it's just so funny because
1: they follow me and like i said i mean i i i'm on eei and they follow me and everybody and the funny thing is it's like people will tweet at me and they'll be like you know panel on the show and what about the patriots and what about this and i'm just like but i'm not a patriot fan like I'm not and they forget this like they forget (laughs) it it's like I don't go on radio and badmouth badmouth the patriots or anything like that's just bad for business but I do call things as I see them like I'll call it down the line with the whole deflate gate thing and you know they everybody's just like oh well they didn't do anything they didn't do anything and it's just like when Stephen A. Smith brought up the fact that he finds it very curious and he heard from a source a very reliable source that the reason why Bill Belichick was completely left out of this glossed over on the Wells Mm -hmm. report is because if Bill Belichick had any connection to what is going on, he's basically going to be banished from football because of Spygate Mm -hmm. so he can't be connected to this and so then when that had come out and people were asking me about it, I said, you know, what I find curious is this. Everybody's blaming Brady for doing something. For one, there's no precedence for this punishment. And if yeah, anything, that right. this is an equipment thing. It should be a fine. You know, everybody, right. there's, there's a reason why teams control their own ball. And that basically was something that was spearheaded by Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. And, Mm -hmm. you know, while this all seemed to spiral out of control, the only thing that is clear is that Roger Roger Goodell has absolutely no control over what he's running. He basically walked into Mm -hmm. a pile of you know, crap, and he he walked. He stepped into luck. I mean, I could go and say, okay, well, I'm selling airtime for this. He's making you money because the NFL is king right now. He's not, he didn't take, yeah. you you want to go, this is how I compared it, is he walked into the sport as it's reaching a three-thingous penis. Fantasy football is the easiest to play because the season is so compact and you can get a lot out of it. And it's at a premium right now because of that. You want to impress me? You want to impress me with making your league money? Go take over hockey and then tell me how you do. You turn around hockey and you make hockey something great again, something that is a force to be reckoned with, that everybody Mm -hmm. wants to watch on TV, and then you can tell me that you're a good commissioner. Mm Mm-hmm. He's a product of he's a product of popularity right now because this is the perfect marriage of a sport with something that people enjoy as a pastime with fantasy football. It's why now they have the ticker on the NFL red zone. It's why any NFL game you watch, they have the ticker tape at the bottom showing you the top 10 quarterbacks, the top 10 wide receivers. It's not an accident. It's because that's what people want to see as they're watching the game. That's where the money is made. He didn't go make this on his own. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's like... It.
0: He was getting yeah, stepped...
1: a Ferrari, basically. Right. He, he basically stepped into it. It's just his job technically not to ruin it. And... Right it's kind of hard to ruin something that's taken on a life of its own. But when you are calling for a team that wants that people are begging to be punished, I mean, before 2000, nobody had a problem with the Patriots. The only reason why Mm -hmm. they do is because the Patriots have turned into the Yankees of sorts because they consistently put a a product on the field. Yeah, they win a lot. They win a lot. Mm -hmm. And the only problem with them is maybe and this is where I got a lot of heat, is I call them sloppy cheaters. Because I do believe that every team in the NFL, to a point, does something that that cheats. They fly under the radar. They try to have gamesmanship. They try to get an advantage for their team. I believe that every last NFL team does it. The Patriots just seem to not care to the point where they don't care if they get caught. That's kind of how I feel about it, is they almost have an ego about it, too, where they're just like, yep, we're doing it, and we don't care if you know. Mm. That's sort of how Mm. I feel. And if Bill Belichick, because of Spygate, was connected with this, he could possibly be facing banishment.
0: So you think it's a conspiracy that they would skip things out of it?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I fully believe it was intentional. I believe it was intentional. I find it very hard to believe with as tight of a ship as Bill Belichick runs, everything is in-house, everything is the Patriots' way. He's not just a coach. He's basically shopping for the groceries like Bill Tarnall said. He's the CEO. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You're telling me he doesn't know what's Mm. going on? I'm calling you a liar. He knows what's going on. He knew what was going on.
0: Well, let me ask you, this is now... Preview both the Giants and the Patriots. Uh, right. um, the, uh, do you think? Um, do you think that Tom Brady's upset with uh, well, actually leaving leave out the dry, or how do you think this whole thing would play out? Um, way I, way I think, think
1: that he was upset. I mean, at first, I mean, when this first whole thing went down and they were having these press conferences, if you remember correctly, when Belichick was first interviewed and he was being asked about the balls, his response was, "Ask Brady."
0: Mm, Almost as if he threw him
1: under the bus. He was like, ask Brady. Only Tom knows that. No, uh, I don't think so. I don't think only Tom knows that. And I think at that point, it was sort of like a point of no return. So I do feel that maybe Brady was a little bit upset by the fact that he was basically almost made the scapegoat in a way, almost like, okay, well, you know what? I can't be punished for this because I've already been linked with Spygate. But you, on the other hand, you know, you're, you know, the Wonder Boy. You're everybody's favorite. You're one of the the faces of the NFL. Yeah, he's the golden boy. And I think that you're going to get out of this a lot smoother than me. So I don't think it was an accident that he's just like, ask Tom only Tom knows that. That's a question for